0: Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another episode of Kickback and Chat Shit. Uh, it's a weekend special for you, um, hosted by myself, Max Oldham, and my fellow uh, my fellow host, Big Man Mike Mike G. What's up? Also known as Big Man Mizzy. If you hear a Caribbean man on the podcast, boom, you boom, know boom. that that is Big Man Mizzy. <laughs> um, Mike, what, what do we have for the folks on this this wonderful Saturday?
1: Man, we're actually kind of getting—I would say—getting a little deep today, um, speaking about racism in football. Um, something that I feel like plagues the game, um, definitely takes away from the game, Absolutely. and uh, something that just needs to be talked about. Absolutely, um, yeah, I feel, yeah. I feel like it's—I feel like it's something that's uh, hidden behind like a curtain, in a sense. Um, everybody knows about it, but no, no one really wants to speak about it or. Uh, kind of attack it up front. So it's the elephant in the room, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but for some reason, no one can see it. Uh, (laughs) so I'm glad that we're able to talk about this about this topic today, man. It should be very, I would say, exciting and informative. Um, hopefully, opens the eyes of many.
0: Yeah, I think one thing I want to add before we dive deep into it, you know, all of our opinions are from a, a place of um a place of wanting to, to solve this problem and, 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 you know, really come, you know, and and fix society and equality in in the world we're living in. I think it's important for me to say before we get into this, that, you know, this is something that I'm well aware of and I'm well aware it's something that I will never have to face just due to the color of my skin. Um, so, Mm. you know, my solidarity and, uh, sympathy, empathy, You know, my whole heart is behind, um, you know, all my friends and and fellow players and, you know, people on TV that I see suffering. um, Yeah, I would like nothing more than to help in any way that I can.
1: Yeah, that's real, Max. Um, For many that don't know, Max is uh, actually black, (laughs) but little white. (laughs) Uh. Um, No, but um, like through your family, yeah? I mean, I know your mom is black for sure. Yeah. And, uh, and it's something that a lot of people are like, man, you're not even, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, bro, like, even though I haven't lived it, I, I'm able to kind of be connected to it because it's in my blood. Um, yeah. I mean, long story short, my, my mother and
0: my grandmother have, especially my grandmother faced a lot of racism in their lives. So I've, I've heard a lot of stories and I've, I've heard things from their perspective and, um, and they've, they've educated me on everything. And so, you know, although I'm not a hundred percent white or a hundred percent black, I, you know, I, I definitely feel, um, that I've, I've heard from, from my family members on, you know, on what it feels like to be a, a black person, especially in, in the United States. And, yeah. So hopefully we can, you know, we can uncover some things from our perspective. Um, and, uh, we're not going to change the world within this 30 minutes, but, you know, we're going to make some steps <laughs> towards that.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great way. That's a great way to put it. We're all about the betterment of society, betterment of football. I mean, it's a beautiful game. And this is, I believe, like the ugly part of the game. So, I mean, just to start off, um, I think we should just talk about like just the rise in racism, um, especially the incidents in the EPO. So yeah. last, last year, there was a 50 percent rise from the year before. Um, and last year they had over 150 incidents of racism in the, uh, in the Premier League. Um, and two years, like two years before that, it actually doubled. So it was around 75 in 2017, 18. And then this year, even though it hasn't been finished, they've had over 150 incidents already. Yeah. It's disgusting. Um, Disgusting. I think,
0: you know, one thing I have to say, I believe that football mirrors society, uh, in a way mm-hmm. you know i think we're coming into an era um where there's more tension than there's ever been especially from from what i've seen and i think that that's come into football as well people players and fans they they bring their frustrations into the game right it's it's your mm-hmm. their out, outlet on the weekends you know the players train hard all week to let it out mm-hmm. on the pitch and the, you know the the common working man and woman come to the games to you know, let out their frustrations in the stands. Unfortunately, those frustrations have led to racist incidents. And, you know, unfortunately there have been too many to count on one hand. The question I have though, um, is that the rise in, in cases, is this a rise in racism in society, especially within England, or is this just a rise in people no or, um, you know, bringing it to the attention of the authorities? Like, Mm. Have the same number of cases always been there, but people have chose to not say anything? Or or is it now uh. that people or people do do people now feel that they can or they should voice their their racist rhetoric uh
1: in the stadium? I'm, I think it's a little bit of both. I would say that um I mean, just here in the United States with Trump, um, over there in the UK with Brexit, um, I feel like now there's like a platform for people to stand on like, Hey, our country believes in this. I believe in this. So this is how it should be. Mm -hmm. Um, and I believe like it kind of has to do with a lot of like politics, politics is there's like, for some reason, race always does come into it. And I think that this like really just gives like power to those individuals to start like speaking, you know, speaking their voice. But then also you do have a lot of like, I know in the UK you see videos all the time. Um, White people kind of standing up for, you know, Muslims or Blacks or whatever the case may be. So these individuals as well may be like, "Yo, this person is is doing a bit too much in the crowd, you know, speaking with a racist uh, rhetoric." So we need to, we need to get them out the pitch or get them out the stadium. Um, but I really think like politics really have a um, a big role in this. Um, like things like Brexit. Um, think about like how Brexit like definitely changed the way people in the UK started acting. You know what I mean? Those individuals sure. who really, who really believed in that. So yeah, I think sure. that kind of like brought it to the football pitch as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I I think you touched on one thing there, um, you know, certain people calling out the racism. I think that's one thing that we need to do in England as a society more, especially within football stadiums is when something happens like the the fans shouldn't let it shouldn't allow it. And I think that that might, you know, football, football grounds in England haven't always been the safest places. Um, There's a huge hooliganism problem in, firm firm problem in in the seventies and eighties. And, and I think people are still almost a little bit scared to say the wrong thing in the stadium (laughs) in case we're getting beat up. Um, And, you know, Nine times out of ten if, if someone is yelling some racist abuse, they're usually not the type of person that you wanna meet down a dark alley or <laughs> yeah. so I but I do think the collective needs to do more. The FA and and UEFA especially need to do more in terms of bans and fines and um, you know, then there's the question do the players walk off the pitch? But yeah. I think I, I do think that you know, as, as me and you both know, you know, racism comes from a place of, of un- an education. And that's still a problem
1: in this country. I would, say, I, would, I would say a little bit of both, but not just an education. I would, I would also say it's a bit of hatred as well. Um, I mean, it has, it has to be, I mean, for, yeah. like the thing, the thing I don't understand and not to cut you off the thing. I don't understand is like, how can you be racist towards a player? like a black player on the other team and then you have yeah, black players black on, players the on your
0: own team. Yeah. That's, that's I'm... why, that's why I think it's, <laughs> but that's why I think it's, 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 it's coming from a place of ignorance because they have this hatred, but they don't know why they have this hatred. They, they've, they you know, for some reason they've been brought up to um, oppose the other, right. They yeah. oppose what's not like them. I mean, just because they have different skin or, you know, they might have a different religion or something, but that, yeah. that, that, not knowing better than that is from a lack of education. Um, mm. And I think the fact that people, they, their first thing to do when they're frustrated or angry or whatever is to turn to, to that hatred just so mm-hmm. it shows that shows that they're not really thinking, because if they really thought about it um, you know, they would, I you know nine times out of ten they probably wouldn't say that to their own players. I mean, think about it. If like you know a Liverpool player was saying something racist to I don't know Man United, say they said something racist to Paul Pogba, they probably wouldn't say yeah. that to Saudi Omani, would they?
1: Yeah, but yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's very true. I don't know. It's interesting. It's like when when it's your team, you don't think it's racist, but then when it's another team, it's it's okay.
0: Yeah, but the fact that they think that they can use. <laughs> That they can use this as a, you know, as a way to demean the other person or the other team just shows that how how bad this problem is, you know. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, okay. Like here's a here's a great example, and even though I didn't want to jump to Italian football so quickly because I would say Italian football is like at the top of the um, the racist barometer, um, but like Musa Morega, you, you know about Aponte yeah. versus Vittoria. he wanted to walk off the pitch. You know, he's he scored he scored the goal. Um, Basically flipped off the crowd, wanted to walk off this pitch. His his teammates are holding him on the pitch like, no, no, you can't come off, you can't come off. The funny thing is that, like, in 2016, th- 2017, which team did he play for? Vittoria on loan. <laughs> Scored 15 goals in 25 games for them on loan. He's Jeez. playing against them, playing on Porto, and they're yelling out racist rhetoric. So I mean, that's like – Yeah, uh,
0: I mean, that that <laughs> – <laughs> what, what must have been going through his head he must have, he no. one i mean obviously you're going to lose your mind if anyone tries to be racist towards you and he should have walked off the pitch regardless but the fact that his former fans were i mean he scored 15, yeah. go- 15 goals for a mid-table portuguese team come on like <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, now now here's the here's the question i have because you yeah. i honestly don't know I mean, I I have my opinion, but you know, what's your opinion on should players walk off the pitch or not? Like, I think, I think it's there's so many differing opinions, but
1: you know, what's your opinion mm. on that? It's funny because like I I would say that I've had a few racist incidents um, in football, like you know, just younger. You got I'm playing against um, let's say Mexicans or white white kids, or whatever the case. may be, being they're saying like the N word, like yeah, you, know, you don't know what you're doing, N word, blah blah blah. So I'm like, <laughs> jeez, you know but the thing like that's always pushed me to like be like beat them down this sentence mm-hmm. it's like I'm gonna score a goal and I'm gonna run it, rub it in your face we're gonna uh, we're yeah. gonna beat you guys etc yeah. but like when it comes to these incidents when you have five thousand ten thousand people yelling at you racist rhetoric flipping you off doing Nazi salutes whatever the case may be it, I feel like it's very difficult to sit there and, and just want to take it um it becomes yeah. i feel like it becomes overwhelming um but at the same at the same time you know when england played uh bulgaria you know harry kane was asking all the black players like hey do you guys want to Do you guys want to call the game yeah and all the black and all the black guys are like no we don't, wanna, we don't want to we don't want to we want to go out there and you know score more goals kind of yeah. right in their face so, yeah. so it's like it's like a it's like a double-edged sword because if you keep playing you're you're kind of giving fuel to the fire i mean granted, mm-hmm. you might expect you might extinguish the fire with, you know, by yeah. beating them, but you're at, you're still adding fuel to the fire. And then yeah. this is the, this is the reason why I think that they need to stop doing like individual, individual actions. They need to start doing like team actions. Like, all, like if, if you have fans that are yelling out racist rhetoric, not only those fans are, not only those fans are going to have to suffer the consequences. The whole fan base has to suffer the consequences. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh yeah, I think you know, if that, that. there's racial
0: abuse going on in the stadium then, you know, they should I think there should be, you know, I think the the, the biggest thing would would be like a points deduction or something. I yeah. mean, I think that that would if there was a points deduction teams would take it more seriously, the FA would take it more seriously. Um like for example, if you know, God forbid, say for there was racist abuse in in the Italian stadium in the national team like in the Euros yeah. or European qualifiers, if they ju- if they then said to them, "All right, well you're going to be deducted, you know, a win or you're going to be deducted two points,"
1: yeah. they wouldn't have it
0: because it, now it shouldn't have it shouldn't come to that, but but it's it's come so far that something super drastic needs to happen because the abuse yeah. is continuing. I think I do think it should be up to the player. You know what they choose. I, I think it's it's hard to say. You know, you have to walk off, or you shouldn't walk off, because as yeah. you said in the England game, they chose to stay on. But you know, players like, um, you know, I, I even remember way back in the day, Samueletto had had, uh, oh yeah, oh
1: yeah, racial, remember
0: that. racial abuse, and he tried to walk off the pitch, and they 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 ended up stopping him. But like, if he wants to walk off, he should be able to walk <laughs> off, like,
1: exactly. Exactly, it, it, and I think that's that's when you start to um, that's when the team starts to look insensitive and lacks empathy. Yeah, but like,
0: then their argument is is like, oh, well, you're letting
1: them win, but you know, but it's like you,
0: you're like, my most my you guys don't have to put deal on with the that. Line. Yeah,
1: yeah, you, I mean, none of you guys have to have to deal with that. You you don't you don't even know how it feels to be looked exactly at, like, exactly as a monkey. They're throwing bananas on the field, like Danny Alvis granted uh i would say that he had a very funny response when they threw the banana he just ate it ate it yeah um, yeah but it's just like you know some people can can deal with it some people can't exactly um,
0: some people deal and, with it in different ways and like you shouldn't you shouldn't have a blanket treatment of people especially from people that don't understand or yeah. that will never have to deal with that you know what i mean and agree yeah i i don't know it's it's a really tough one. It's it's sad, you know. Even even in in me playing, I've had two incidents of of racist abuse in in, mm-hmm. in a match that I played in, and it's it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Um, you know, one one of them, I was playing against this team. The goalkeeper was Italian, and uh, yeah. not saying all Italian people are racist, but. Um, he just happened to be Italian. And I remember hearing him say, uh, you know, the N word in in an Italian accent. That's beyond the point, but it ended up being a huge brawl, huge brawl. Mm. And, um, I got suspended for two games. Some of the other players got suspended for three games. And it's, you know, obviously fighting shouldn't be allowed on the pitch, but these are, uh, extraordinary circumstances.
1: Yeah. Um, but it it, it affects you. It, it
0: it really it really affects you.
1: Yeah, and I mean they always say that um, you know like the word, word shouldn't hurt you, um, but I feel like that is like a statement. That's that's a terrible statement because people can say so many things um, that will def that can definitely hurt your your mental. Um, mm-hmm. I mean you got you got five thousand people yelling at you, telling you that you're the N word or you're a monkey or mm-hmm. you know making monkey sounds. And you're telling me like, oh, they're just saying words. I, sh- I should just be able to play on. I shouldn't have to think twice about that. I should be yeah. able to t- tune them out. Um, so moments like that, I mean, you know, you, you gotta you gotta put your sometimes you gotta put your fist up um, and, and show those show those individuals like, you know, if you're willing if you're really willing to speak like that, you also have to suffer the consequences, uh, possibly. And I think that that's a way that um, the FA and these different clubs or different leagues need to really start implementing it's like yes we have a few people we have a few people in the stadium um are that are yelling racist rhetoric let's let's make sure that this does not happen by having the fans like basically the rest of the fans like stop doing that don't do that exactly i completely i completely Um, agree with you or 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 the or this or the or the stadium's going to be shut down. We can't come to any games. We're gonna, they're going to have to play behind closed doors. So it's like you start doing stuff like that. Now it's like it becomes a check and balance system. Mm. So you know everybody's like, no, don't do that. Stop, quit. People, so what, what's fans... your opinion on what's your
0: opinion on now the the like the the three stage protocol? So now I know in stadiums a lot in Europe um, they'll make an announcement over the PA system saying you know, if if we hear racial abuse continuing in the game, the game will be suspended, should they yeah. even be given three chances or should they just cut it off? Or should it be, all right, th- they should just be thrown out of the stadium and the game continues? You know what I mean? It, like,
1: I mean, it, it's hard. It's, I would say it's hard to pinpoint exactly who's doing it. Um, but I do think that is a step in the right direction for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I like the way that England handled it against Bulgaria. I thought that that was a a good way to handle, it, especially um, the fact that the whole team is behind it. But one thing I will say is that there there needs to be more non-black players that come out and and say stuff. I mean, all of these campaigns that go on after some racist abuse happens, like
1: yeah, you know, no it's, it's for racism. Yeah,
0: it's good, but like it has to happen on the pitch. It has to happen, you know. For, I don't know but
1: but even 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 the even even in the Bulgaria match um, like I think the captain actually went to the fans and asked them to stop like at halftime he's like can you guys stop you guys need to stop and yeah. I mean they persisted I mean they didn't listen they persisted and the funny thing is that after the after that match I, be, I believe the coach stepped down um, the Bulgarian football federation like yeah the president the,
0: the, the president yeah, stepped down. He the stepped they down. claimed they didn't hear anything
1: yeah. So they all stepped down um, after that game, um, which shows that they have a big issue. But then even um, a few months, a few months before that, um, against Czech Republic and I forgot the other team, they also had racist, um, racist chance. Yeah. Um. So it's like Bulgaria just can't be stopped, I guess. Um, they need to figure out a way. But I mean, but finding finding Bulgaria, $90,000 or U.S. dollars. I mean, what is that really going to do? Um, Not much we still no. have those fans coming in and they only arrested what 12 people. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's so, ridiculous.
0: I mean look, yeah. I, every country is going to deal with it in different ways and maybe Bulgaria has further to go than other countries. I think England definitely needs to take a look in the mirror and make some changes, you know. I know, you know, even in the Tottenham game uh you know, son gets abused when he plays. You know, so it's it's you know, and yeah. I think in the Tottenham Stadium, somebody else—I can't remember exactly who it was—but they were ab- abusing a black player on another team. And um, you know, the, these clubs, need, there needs to be some serious serious uh, changes that, that happen. But I mean, so, I guess let's let's, let's like, ask a, let's ask a hypothetical question here. If you were playing, mm-hmm. if you were playing again, and you know somebody in the st- in the in the crowds said something racist to you, um, you know what would you what would be your approach now? Talk shit. Okay. So still <laughs> I mean, same same approach when you were seventeen. Yes,
1: <laughs> no, okay. I would definitely. Um, I mean, it just I think it just depends on like how bad it gets. Um, I would I would definitely talk shit. I mean, yeah. I, that that I feel like that's in my blood. Um, but I, I, I think it would depend, like, I, I can't, I can't even fathom what a lot of these players have to go to with, all, with a shitload of people talking shit to you or, mm-hmm. you know, doing racist, um uh, saying racist things towards you. Um, but I would definitely like, it's a few fans, even if it's player on the pitch, I mean, I've always talked, I've always been able to just talk shit out of it. Like, all right, yeah. man, you guys talking all this shit. It's kind of like that Kobe. Kobe, Kobe, or Michael Jordan situation where yeah. you got one player just chatting, 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 and then you kind of take him to the next level. Um, yeah. So I was, I would say that would be like a bit of a fuel to my fire. Um, but what about yourself? I mean, Granny, you don't have to deal with it. Yeah, and- no,
0: well, well, even this, even this season, I think it was in November.
1: I was playing a game, um,
0: and and I was the one that heard it first. It would, it came from behind the goal, and it was. Mm-hmm. It was some young kids. They they must have been fifteen, sixteen years old,
1: and Sheesh. they were making,
0: they were making monkey noises. And I I asked one of my teammates if they if he heard it, and I he said, yeah, I think I heard it, but like I couldn't believe that I you know I, yeah, I that's yeah, yeah. what I was hearing because because again they were I don't know six or seven players on the pitch, maybe more that were black and on both teams. Right. So yeah. we were just so shocked. <laughs> and I, I talked, I talked to the referee. I was the one that approached the referee and I said, look, you know, I'm not going to continue. We're not going to, I said that we were not going to continue if this, this keeps, keeps happening and credit to the referee. He, he did, um, you know, inform the, the relevant people in charge, but
1: mm.
0: Yeah. I just, I don't know. It, it left such a bad taste in my mouth. I felt like I felt, you know, I I didn't want to play. I didn't want to play in that, that sort of an environment. Um, yeah. And I, and it was interesting though, because the the player that the racist abuse was going towards, he said something very interesting. He said, and he knew it was going towards him, but he said something like, Oh, what were they doing monkey chants well it couldn't be it, it couldn't have been towards me because obviously i'm not a monkey so yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah,
1: like but obviously that, his that, his
0: mental strength behind it was was incredible but see,
1: players but don't deal
0: with it in the same way so
1: but that's but that's the thing i feel as if when it comes to racism they always expect black players to be stronger than everybody else but when it comes to like other things they're like you know he has um if it's a white player or whatever the case would be they 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 kind of give him the benefit of the doubt to say that, you know, he has to deal with this. You know, he's a, you know, he has a lot of pressure on him. He has this. But it's like racism compared to a lot of other pressure does not even compare. Yeah. So it's like for him, he's probably through his whole life had to been like strong. He's had to be like, you know, um, maybe things are just hard for him. The racist abuse he's had it before he's like oh they're not talking to me my mom told me like i'm not a monkey so i shouldn't have to worry about that but it's like why do you have to even think like that why no and that's e-
0: that's exactly be- it, that that's it because you know it's it's uh subtle nuances and and underlying racism that you know black people have to deal with on a daily basis that, exactly and 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 some people it might um it might affect in different ways but that that shouldn't that shouldn't be the case you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to to take it on the chin when other people you know deal with far less um, strenuous things and you know exactly they people give them a break for it so um, yeah yeah.
1: so so before before we even like uh, get started this is probably like the last topic that we have today what is wrong with the Syria why can't they get it right what is the problem
0: Oh, it's Italian society. It it comes from the higher it comes from the higher ups. I mean it comes from you know it comes from the president of the of the Serie A. it comes from the president of the clubs, you know. Um you know, Mario Balotelli was playing um this year. Last
1: year. year. This, yeah,
0: this, last year, year for, this year for 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 Brescia. Um mm-hmm. and his and his own um president, you know, was making snide and kind of comical remarks after he kicked the ball into the stands he you know they're they're not sympathetic towards the situation they kind of just say oh well you know that that's the way it is in Italy they you know they know how to deal with it or even when when Bonucci um you know tried to to call out Moise Keane for the way that he Mm. he dealt with the Cagliari fans he said, "Oh, he shouldn't have provocated them, and you know he was asking for abuse." It's ridiculous. Like he's the captain. Is he's the captain as well? Captain of the, captain of Juventus, probably <laughs> captain of Italy sometimes as well. Like telling your own player that they deserve to have abuse because they were egging the fans on. It's just, it's it's it's, it's outrageous. Um, and the thing is, is I, I don't know what it is about Italian society, but they seem to be very. Um, What's the word? I don't want to, I don't want to get caned for saying the wrong thing here, but they, they seem to be very resistant to uh, accepting of other people. I mean, even when I was initially, yeah. like, you know, the way that they would treat some of the ig- immigrant communities, it was, it was strange. It was very, very strange, especially when you've got, you know, black players playing for your national team.
1: Um, I mean, that's what I don't understand. Balotelli plays for the Italian national team, and is being <laughs> and is taking abuse from Italian, Italian to Italian fans. It's like this guy, this guy scored wonderful goals for you in the World Cup, <laughs> and you guys are you guys are basically beating him down, which makes yeah. no sense to me. And he's the, Italian. The inc- well, yeah, I know. And
0: the incredible thing is, is that so Mario Balotelli was adopted. Hence, yeah, yeah, yeah. hence hence his Italian last name. But the head of the ultras for his current team said that mm-hmm. Mario Balotelli might be Italian in name, but he'll never be Italian in blood, and therefore we won't accept him, which, oh, I mean, shit. Can, can you, you know, what, what what can you say to that? If, if someone I'm, is that is that backwards and they're thinking, I mean, how can you reason with someone like that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think this just goes down to like even their anti-racism campaign. Um, did, oh you, yeah, did you see that with yeah, the
0: three they monkeys, had, like,
1: the, the chimpanzee faces on the? Yeah, yeah, This yeah. um basically the artist said that he was inspired by Kula Bali um, <laughs> to paint the monkeys as metaphors for humans. Um, so he he painted a black monkey, an Asian monkey, and a Western monkey. Uh, <laughs> so. And he believes that the word monkey uh, should not be censored because we're all apes.
0: So he was trying to say, oh, well, we're all monkeys. So I'll we'll paint three types. of."
1: So, yeah, but I was inspired by Kula Bali.
0: Uh, it it defies. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It defies. It defies <laughs> belief.
1: It, it's It's mad. I mean. I mean, when you when you when you see it and when you hear it, and sometimes you just think it's a joke, you know. Like these people are getting fired on national TV. Someone someone told uh, was like, "Hey, so how can we stop Lukaku?" It's like the only way we can stop him is to give him ten bananas so he can stop and eat them.
0: Yeah, I know, but the thing is on,
1: is, on national TV.
0: Yes, I know, I know, I know. But the, what I'm yeah. what I'm and and this is the this is the That's real problem, right? Because me and you and the players. In the dressing rooms, they know this is yeah. a problem. They they all know it's a problem. But the people that run football, the head of Syria, the head of uh, UEFA, the head of FIFA, they're not doing enough to to change the situation. So what can we do? You know why? Money. No, and, and because the, they're probably it,
1: racist. And and they don't have anybody that looks like a lot of the players. Any black players? Any Asian? Or excuse me, any any black members, any Asian members. So, like the people that are in power are all white. Representation, yeah, they, yeah representation, yeah, exactly. Of course, the representation, representational football is not being shown. Um, a part of the FA, a part of the Italian um, Italian Football Association, a part of UEFA or whatever the FIFA. Yeah. So it's like yeah. there's no representation. So when they when they put out these sanctions and when they're putting out um ways that they that the teams have to to call it, deal with these consequences of racism, they're it's kind of like just like a like a softball throw. They're mm. not really they're they're not really putting anything out there that is really going to hurt these teams because they have money into it and they just can't understand what what is actually doing to the players because yeah. white white players don't have to deal with it. So yeah. white players don't have to deal with it. Everybody in FIFA is like, well, I mean, it's only a, it's only a few incidents. How many games are there? Oh, it's only 150 incidents. That's not much, or 200 incidents, and we have thousands of games a year. They're not looking at it like that. Um, so something that they, they that they put out there when it happens, but it's not something that they're actively trying to fix. Um, that's and
0: and that's why and that's why I think that's why I think that walking off the pitch might be the only way to change it because the players have to do something. The players have to take power in their into their own hands for the higher ups to, you know, to do something, you know, cause unfortunately the representation, you know, at the top tier, the executive level, isn't mm-hmm. reflective, isn't reflective of, of, of what goes on, on, on a football pitch. Um, at all. And, and, and the, the players aren't going to be able to really influence who they hire. Um, yeah. but, but what they can influence is, is their pockets and their organization. Um, so it, it's a tough one. It's
1: it's a tough but it, one. Because- but it has has to be a collective though. It can't just be two players. No, no, of course, of course. Of course. But but that's that's the problem. It's that like, like yes, England was ready to do that, but how many other teams will be ready to how many other like countries would be able would be ready to do that? You know, for, for like this, the this betterment the, of their team.
0: This is the crazy thing. I mean you look at the national teams of, of a lot of these European nations now. Um, you know, thankfully they're they they are you know, multi-ethnic, multicultural, you know, the French team, for example, I don't know, they they could feel the whole black lineup. So. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) Except for the goalie. Yeah. Well, they, they they have a, they have a black goalkeeper that is, um, or he's, he's not white. Um, that is the the second goalkeeper, but, um, yeah, I I really, I really hope that, you know, the, the players take the onus upon themselves to do something. Um, because you know it's it's 2020 and of course racism still exists and racism probably will always exist in some you know shape or form but For sure. you know you should use your platform and and use your you know your your voice and and actions to to really make a change and i hope at some point um, something dramatic happens
1: yeah i think like just to end this conversation to go back to what you said There just needs to be a collective of white players that are standing up for, you know, for all the other races. Um, Mm. I think I think once I think once that happens, it it really puts a bigger light onto the onto the the main issue of racism. Um, With 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 like black players always having to stand up for themselves. um, I don't think it really gets out there like it should be. But if you have players like Cristiano, you have players like Messi, Harry Kane. Um, etc. Like, you know, all these big players. If they're if they're able to stand up like, yo, this is wrong, we need to kind of like these are my brothers on the field, on and off the field. You guys can't, if you're speaking to them that way, you're speaking to me that way. And I'm and I'm standing side by side with them, and I'm and I want you to know that what you're doing hurts them and it hurts me, and this needs to stop. Like there, there needs to be like a real campaign. From FIFA, from the UEFA, from the FA, who whomever, to really try and like get past this some way, somehow, along with tougher sanctions for these clubs. And I think that would like better um better football. I mean it's a beautiful game, like I said before. And this is like one of the ugly spots of the game, other than VAR. Um, but I yeah. feel like that's a that's a very large gap. Huge, um, huge gap. I mean I I, I agree
0: with you. I, I think I agree. There needs to be more done by by the the head organizations and the football governing bodies, but I think the I think the initial thing that needs to happen is the fans need mm-hmm. to need to come together collectively. The fan groups need to say, look, if we have any racist abuse going on, um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna oust these people, or you know, we're not going to show up to the games, or whatever. Yeah. And the players need to do the same thing. And if if that happens, then. FIFA UEFA FA Italian so- association Spanish one they will all come together and and have a have a blanket approach or not blanket approach to this but they'll have a, a um, you know a far more serious approach to this
1: yeah i i definitely agree with that yeah so yeah i want to thank everybody for tuning in um, make sure you go ahead and follow us um, on our twitter kick back and chat kick k i c k b a c k and CHAT kick back and chat on Twitter. Um want to thank you. Let us know what you think about racism in football. What ways can we change the game for the betterment of the world? Like how can we do so? Let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. Share the podcast, subscribe, do all those things. We love you. We thank you. What's up, Peace out. Let them know.
0: Enjoy your weekends and and uh yeah. Be be uh stay tuned for more.
1: Oh, yeah, let's do it, baby. All right, you guys have a great weekend. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Let's do it. Stay up. Yeah.